Mason and Ireland. No Mace today. Andy Kamenetsky is in. Michael Thompson's hanging out. And we welcome to the show our friend Pepe Montilla, the Spanish voice of Lakers Radio. Stand up and wave. Yeah, now Pepe is now doing his wave if you're watching on YouTube. This is what he does at every home game. And Michael and I mock him for it yep. because no one ever waves back. Exactly. But Not Pepe, even you say what? That you guys uh, don't like what I do because uh, I am the only one that is doing it and you guys didn't have the idea of doing it, so that's why you don't like it. But a lot of people way back at me. Okay, Michael, tonight our goal it's is to find money. one person <laughs> yeah. who is way back. You always say that. You, you always see, say that. You see, and, the, you yeah. see the, the illusions. All right, so you I'm, glad you're, I'm glad you're in Pepe because the big story today is the NBA trade deadline and the Lakers made three trades it's a, pepe i was saying i think and you and i've been doing this a long time i think it's the most active trade deadline the lakers have ever had can you think of a more active one no not not at all i mean it was kind of crazy just to keep track of what's going on and uh well we got five uh, new guys coming in even throughout the whole nba pepe it was going it was a crazy day yeah yeah it, that's it, why it, lebron needed to break the record tuesday night so we wanted to share all this uh, headlines with all this stuff going on you said the contrary. What did you, I say? You said it'd be better for LeBron to do it on Thursday because that way LeBron will have the attention of... You said it, no! Mike. You I don't, said I don't, it. I know. He was pretty married to Tuesday. I yeah. thought it would be Thursday. That may have been me. It's, it's, it's on record. Oh, okay. It's on, <laughs> it's on record. All right. So let's talk about these trades, Andy. Uh, the first one, the one that you guys covered pretty much in depth last night, D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley coming to the Lakers. What do those three guys bring to the team? They bring a lot of things that this team needed. They bring outside shooting in D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley, both in terms of the ability to hit those shots, but they also take a lot of them. Like uh, D'Angelo Russell averaged, I think, about seven this year, seven threes attempted. Malik Beasley over the last three years has averaged eight-ish per game. They need more guys making threes, but also taking threes. It'll open up this offense a lot. In Jared Vanderbilt, they've got an energy defense first player. He's got some versatility there. He can guard, I would say, three through five as a possibility. Those are all areas that the Lakers have been really weak. And then D'Angelo, on top of it, he's a legit third option on this team. He can make plays, although he doesn't need the ball in his hand constantly. And he may not be a perfect fit alongside LeBron and AD because you would want that guy to be a better defender. And D'Angelo Russell is not a great defender, but he is a much, much better imperfect fit with LeBron and AD than Russ was. Do you guys think, now that Patrick Beverly's been traded, that was one of the three trades, Patrick Beverly to Orlando for Mo Bamba, Michael, does Schroeder stay at the point and D'Angelo plays the two-guard? Do they share the point? How do you think the work gets allocated? Yeah, uh, that'll probably be the starting backcourt, Pepe, uh, Schroeder and uh, D'Angelo. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I, I think Schroeder will be at the point and D'Angelo will be uh, sh- shooting guard. He's really good. He's not a good defender, like you said. But you know what I like? I like Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is good. He's a good rebounder, and yep. he's a good defender. Um, he's good on the offensive glass. Yeah. yeah the uh, the other trade, and this is the one that is the hardest one for me to process, Pepe, was Thomas Bryant to Denver for Devon Reed and three second-round picks. We learned after the trade that Thomas asked to be traded. He went to the Lakers and said, I want out. Um, 
I just hate to see him go because I loved him when he was in there. What did you think of the Bryant trade? Well, I agree with you, and I hate to say this, but I agree with Mike too. Uh, right. Because if the when, guy once the guy wants out, you're okay with letting yeah, him out. If the guy yeah. wants out, I mean, if you go to to our bosses yeah. for the Lakers or whatever, right. and you said I don't want to be here, how long do you think you're going to be sitting? And yeah, but I'm not seven feet tall and grabbing <laughs> rebounds and yeah, scoring we got thirty-one to take points. Your place. Yeah, but he's, it's still, he's but it's still, you know, make that I mean, call, John. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Um, the other trade, uh, Patrick Beverly to Orlando for Mo Bamba. And, Michael, you like that deal. I like Mo Bamba, Pepe. He's got a lot of skills. He can protect the rim. He can shoot. People in Orlando just didn't give him a chance to develop, or maybe it's part of his fault too. But I don't understand that you have a big guy with those skills, and by year four, he still ain't in the rotation. That's just a mystery to me. I like that trade too, John. Yeah, I, I you think, like Mo Bamba? I, I think a lot of people do. he's going to do good, and, and besides, you know, he, he he when he when we play against what Philadelphia right he's not gonna take any any boot from anybody yeah but. that's true <laughs> um, the biggest trade that went down is Phoenix sending Mikael Bridges Cam Johnson Jay Crowder and four first round picks plus a twenty eight pick swap for Kevin Durant and T J Warren I personally think Pepe. This makes Phoenix the favorite to come out of the West and maybe the favorite to win the whole thing. I think that highly of Durant. Am I overrating Phoenix? No, on paper, they're supposed to win the whole enchilada, but how many times we've seen something like that and in, it doesn't go in, through? In Brooklyn. It yeah. doesn't go through, yeah. Michael, That's what do you right. think? You, would you pick Phoenix if you had to pick one team to win yeah, it all now? right now they're the favorites. Kevin Durant fits in anywhere he goes, makes the team better wherever he goes. When he's healthy, he's the most unstoppable player in the game. So, uh, yeah, if they stay healthy, they've got a great starting five. If their bench just contribute just a little bit, yeah, they're the team to beat now. And, Andy, then Crowder was moved on to Milwaukee. Yeah. And we're going to see Milwaukee tonight. I don't know if Crowder will be here. Um, if I made you pick a team to come out of the East, do you, first of all, do you agree with us that Phoenix is coming out of the West now? I'm not ready to give up on Denver yet. They've been so good all year, and Jokic is such a difficult guy to stop. There's really nobody in the league who's really quite there, maybe Embiid, as far as a matching a up AD against plays him. well against him oh, if they a both Embiid play. kills him. Yeah. Embiid, you see what Embiid did to him last yeah. week? But, but, but and Jok AD plays well against right, him. Right, but that would be a finals thing. That wouldn't right. be a yeah. West thing. Yeah. It, Jokic is a really oh, yeah. specifically yeah. difficult guy to slow He's down. Special. And Denver's been the best team in the West all year. All right, if I had to pick a team to come out of the East, I would pick the team that's here tonight, Milwaukee. How about you guys, Andy? Probably. Assuming Chris Middleton stays healthy. Milwaukee. They're bringing him off the bench now, Pepe. Would you pick Milwaukee or somebody else? Boston's good. Philadelphia's good. Um, you know, you never count Pat Riley out down in Miami. There's some. There's some I'm other. I'm ready good to teams count that there. out. I think. Uh, yeah, Mil maybe. I think Milwaukee. Milwaukee is. Uh, is my, my choice. Yeah. I'm, Come on, I'm, Pepe. I'm, a little bit more energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you've been yelling at me all year. Jeez, it's not like you're falling asleep. Well, I'm taking well, a siesta over well, there, Pepe. Well, the part, part of that, yelling it takes a lot out of him to yell well, at you every day. I'm, I'm saving. My energy. For tonight? For later. For game of games. Oh, for game of games. All right. Oh, yeah. So we'll continue to cover the trade deadline, <laughs> but I wanted to ask you guys about something that happened in high school basketball. All right? So this was Tuesday night in Oklahoma. A team called Weatherford took on a team called Anadarko in a boys' high school basketball game. 
Weatherford is ranked number three in Oklahoma's Class 4A ranking, so they're a good team. Um, they scored first. They went up two to nothing, which stood until halftime. <laughs> the score at halftime right. was two to nothing. I'd love to watch that game. <laughs> in the second half, they went on a scoring spree. Weatherford knocked down another jumper to go up four to nothing. <laughs> Anna Darko stole the ball, was able to cut the score to four to two, and that's how the game ended. <laughs> Um, That's great. <laughs> four to two. So, Michael, here's my question: Should these two coaches be fired? No, I mean, man. You know, some four just, to two. Yeah, but they probably don't have talented players. And let, let I the kids one play. of them is the number three ranked team in the state. Really? <laughs> what? Wow. Did you hear that part? What state? Oklahoma. The state of confusion. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be right. The number two, three ranked team in Oklahoma, and they got four points. Four points. They won. Forty-two. Yeah, that is, that is weird. Pepe, my, that my, my grandson is six years old, and that's the score when he plays basketball. Well, six years old, it's okay. This is a high yeah, school basketball. Andy, you fire the coach or just let him play? I'm telling you right now, I think Thibodeau is going to leave the Knicks to coach that team. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the type of team he wants to play yeah. for. You allow two points, you score four, you win the game. Do they have right, a shot clock? That's all you need. Uh, I would assume. I know. How is that even possible? Um, Are you sure that's right? Yeah, I can't. Be. No, it's a whole. It's it's a. Uh, I've got a whole story on the whole game. Um, here, it's somebody said, if for some reason you're going to watch this snooze fest of a high school game, here's the game tape. Fast forward to the one hour forty six minute yeah, mark. Exactly. There are just no highlights. Oh, apparently, there's no shot clock in high school basketball. Like it's not mandatory. Well, there must not have been here. That right. Just like, do you think Dean Smith four corners the whole time? Something must have happened there. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. That, I'm reading an article right now at Yahoo, and they opened the article by saying it's long overdue for shot clocks to be mandatory in all. Yeah. High school basketball games. Maybe yeah. they were just holding right. the ball or something, the other team. Hey, by the way, Pepe, you've called a lot of NBA finals. You've called Laker games for how many years now? 30. 30 years. Where did what you did on Tuesday night rank with all the big moments that you've called? Did, was that Would that be right up there? Of course, yeah, of course. Uh, that and Kobe scoring 81 points. Yeah, Kobe's Co final Co game. Kobe's last game and, you know, Robert Ory scoring the three-pointer. Sure. But, but for an individual performance, that's the greatest and greatest moment in NBA history on Tuesday night because well, he set a, a new record. Yeah, well, uh, do yeah. you guys – Do you guys? In, well, Andy, I haven't asked you this yet. Do you think the person that breaks LeBron's all-time scoring record is in the league now? Oof. It's, there's only one guy who has a chance, but he's got to totally change his life to do it. Luca. I was just going to say, you, get you must shape. be talking about Luca. He's got to get in shape if he wants to play till he's 40. Because he plays on the ground anyway. He doesn't play athletically like LeBron, but Which still, would help. But, which it helps him. Yeah. But he's yeah, 23 Pepe. He's scoring 30 points a game, 28 a game. And if he wanted to play another 18 years, he might have a shot at what it. What about the guy we're going to see tonight, Giannis? No, he doesn't score enough. He doesn't he's score averaged enough. 30 points a game like LeBron yeah, does. But he's... Yeah, but remember early on he didn't score as many. Right. Like, yeah. it, it took Giannis three or four years to really become Giannis. Right, and the way he plays, man, is he plays recklessly with his, throwing his body around. So I can't see him doing what he does at 38. I Pepe, think, I, I – oh, go ahead. I think Luca might do it, but he has to change. And, and then also everybody knows that Luca cannot defend anybody. Oh, no, no you he's know? not playing defense. Well, so he's not wasting any energy. Exactly. Means he would save right. Yeah, but I mean, you can end. get five fouls on him right away. Right. Well, that's, no, that's no he doesn't defend know. you. I don't even know if he'll bother to foul you. I think he might just let it go. Yeah. I mean, uh, but uh, Luca's unbelievable. Yeah. Matter of fact, last night the Mavericks beat the Clippers without Luca. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, you know, Kyrie. So maybe Dallas is going to figure into this thing. Yeah. But okay, uh, hold on to this. I'm going to ask you this question when we come back. Lakers are bringing in five new players. They're sending out five guys. So half the roster is going to be different. Where are the Lakers going to be mid-April when the regular season ends? We'll get into that next. Mason in Ireland, Andy, Pepe Mantilla, Michael Thompson, all hanging out ESPN LA. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Brown viene en el avance. Toquecita corte. Lápido Webrook. Voltea hacia arriba para ver si va Lebron. Aquí se puede escribir la historia. En este avance, Lebron tiene la pelota. Vamos a ver. El público le pide. Lebron, hacia atrás. El tiro canasta. Se rompe. Se rompe, señoras y señores. El récord, hoy es su día histórico. Estamos siendo testigos de la hazaña inmemorable que queda como legado en este deporte donde el protagonista es el rey actual del básquetbol, LeBron James, que con letras doradas pone su nombre en el firmamento. Con letras doradas, repito, al conseguir romper un rookie, un récord que se miraba imposible de superar. Y ustedes, familia, también son testigos gracias a KW, KW 1330. AM Tuliga Radio, por ser la plataforma oficial de nuestras transmisiones exclusivas de nuestros Ángeles Lakers. Ha muerto el rey, viva el rey de las estadísticas, por siempre, LeBron James. Y hemos sido testigos de la historia, amigos. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. Y el público coreando su nombre y enseguida se voltea y llama a su familia, sus hijos, su esposa. Ahí están. Celebrando junto con él. Todas las cámaras están enfocando a Lebron. Ahí está. All right, that was the Spanish language call of Lebron's record-breaking basket. That second voice you heard was Pepe Montilla, who is sitting next to me. He's going to host Game of Games today. And the play-by-play there was done by uh, Samuel. I'm going to pronounce Sam's name right. Is it Jacobo? Jacobo. 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 Samuel Jacobo. Okay. So uh, what's your favorite part about that call? Um, it, it's just the, the emotion, really. Yeah. The, I mean, you just it's like you cannot think of what you're going to do if it happens. You know, yeah. you're, you're, um, people are bringing the, the vibe to the you energy. and to me, yeah. the energy. And we're all expecting and we're all waiting. And, and it's just, I mean, like, you look everywhere and everybody's going crazy, you know? It, it's amazing. All right. Amazing. Um, uh, people, but you hear the voice of Pepe Mantilla. If you want to put a face to the voice, 
Just Google Artie Moreno, the <laughs> Angels owner. They are I think, separated. Pepe, I think you're better looking than Artie they Moreno. They are separated and at birth. Am I right, Jorge? They you are would, separated you, at birth. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, would no never comment. trade for Vernon Wells. He says when he goes to Angels games, all the fans come up to him and say, Artie, sell the team. Oh, wow. That's not good. <laughs> but people do say that to Artie. Right. Um, Andy, after these trades today, let's, these five guys get in here. They assimilate them into the team. We play the remaining 30 games. Where twenty six? I mean, there's only right. twenty seven. There'll be twenty six once you get everybody. Right. All right. So we play the remaining twenty six games. Where are the Lakers in the standings when the regular season ends? At least tenth. I think they're going to be able to get themselves into the play in mix at minimum. I got to actually see a little, a little bit more to figure out if they can make that type of jump into the actual playoff because they got a lot of ground to cover and not a lot of time. But they're going to be better. Bergman, where are they? At the end of the regular season. At the end of the regular I think that they're going to be in the right around the seventh seed. I think they're going to move up, and I think they're going to have, uh, over these next 30 games or whatever it is, they're going to go 20 and 10. Well, that's what they, that's what they say they have to do. And, and I think that's I'm what gonna, Michael, do. I'm going to dream big. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say they get to the six, and that way they avoid the play-in tournament. But I'm probably thinking with my heart and not my head. What do you think? Well, the four and a half games out of six right now, the, at the, uh, as we stand today, they are only two games out of seven, so they can get to the seventh seed. Uh, Pepe, where are they at? I agree, I agree with you, and I just... You always agree with him, not me. No, <laughs> well, because I mean... I'm insane. You know, that's why. Uh, <laughs> um you know why? Because I always think that the Lakers are going to win, and I think yeah. they're going to be in the like, like with you, like, you, like you think with your heart. It's the same thing for me. But the one thing, they have to play defense because if they don't play defense, oh. I mean, we're not going anywhere. So what do you think that is, Pepe? Why don't they play a better defensive team? Oklahoma City the other night played great team defense. What's, what's wrong with the Lakers? Why can't they do it? Because they don't. They lazy, I guess. They don't do the rotations. I mean, what can I tell you? Yeah, I mean, they don't. They don't uh, cover the, yeah. the baseline. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's. I mean, really, against Oklahoma City, we we saw that. But uh, I kind of understand what happened. You know, the most frustrating thing about the Lakers defensively to me, Andy, is the fact that they put great importance on protecting the rim, but don't run out on three-point shooters. And the league is so good now that basically teams are making 40% of their wide-open threes. And the Lakers don't get out to the shooters quick enough. They've been really oddly flat defensively ever since AD's come back. And you would think it would be the opposite. Like AD would be the one juicing their defense back to the way it had been before he got hurt. And I don't know if it's there's like a sense of security having AD back there or – if they just spent themselves with that period of trying to stay afloat without him. But, I mean, it's part of the reason why I think all these trades were really good for the Lakers. They needed to change the energy. Like, the energy was just starting to fall with that group. And, and Pepe, something wasn't right. It wasn't working. And I think it's it would have been silly for them to just stand pat and roll the dice at the trade deadline and said, maybe these guys will figure it out. I'm glad they blew up the team. I really am. Well, uh, I think it's for the best. And uh, the one thing that um, Chi Kern, my mentor, yeah. and your mentor. Sure, too, the greatest of all time. Um, um, told me once, he, he used to get really upset when the players didn't rotate and went to the wings with their hands up 
Right. Because says, why, why do you ever go there? I mean, nothing is going to happen. But if you put your hands on the air, at least the guy is not going to see where where the ball is going. Right. Chances There's no reason are, to have your hands Chances down. are that he's going to miss, you know. And he used to be really upset. And he used to tell me those things that, uh, among other things that I lear- learned from him. Um, Michael, the Suns right now are tied. They're in a three-way tie for the four seed with mm. Dallas and the Clippers. Yep. They are four games out of the two and eight and a half games out of the one. Eight and a half behind Denver. Where's Phoenix when the regular season ends? I'd say no higher than two. They won't catch Denver unless Denver completely collapses, but they could be the two seed. Andy, what do you think? Here's the here's the order. Denver, Memphis, four and a half back. Sacramento, six and a half back. And then the, the log jam. Uh, Mavs, Suns, Clippers, Pelicans, Timberwolves. Warriors, Blazers, Jazz, all within three games. It's this is, by the way, side note, the weirdest year ever. As, like that, the Lakers are actually still in a place where you can talk about them trying to get into the playoffs. They have not been five hundred this entire season. It's just like the West is cooperating remarkably well. As far as Phoenix, how high can they get up? I think they're going to get up to three. I, I think I Memphis think is good enough to hold them off. but I, I, think, I think Sacramento and Dallas will drop a little bit. I think Phoenix yep. is going to be the three. Yep. And then, if I'm right, Pepe, and the Lakers get to the six, that's who they would play in the first round, which is a horror. I don't want to play Phoenix in the first round, but I would take the six. You know, I, I think they might get to be the number two. The because, four, the, 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 they'll make up the four games there behind Memphis. Yeah, yeah, because Memphis is good, but you know, I think Phoenix is better with the experience that they have and all that. I mean, Memphis has a good team and has a good coach, but I think they lack experience. Well, they need to settle down. Me- Memphis has become a little too unstable. Like they they they're too into talking right now. You know, you think you think Memphis is unstable? Listen to what Brian Windhorst says about Phoenix, and this is a trip. Oh, I know All where right? you're going with this, Michael. I don't think you've heard this no. yet. Listen to this: the Lakers can absolutely 100% probably make a deal with Russell Westbrook between now and Thursday. But that deal may only incrementally make them better and potentially cost them the draft picks or cost them the cap space that they have this summer. And what Rob Palinka has got to decide is moving the ball on this team that's in 13th place a few yards ahead and giving them maybe a 5% or 10% chance more of like getting into the playoffs or getting into the second round of the playoffs is worth blowing up the opportunity in the summer. Because, by the way, the Kyrie story with the Lakers ain't over. They can sign him this summer. They don't have max cap space now, but they've got a lot of it if they just keep Russ and say goodbye in July. They can still do that. And so do, you know, and here's LeBron going, whatever we do is fine. I mean, I know he really wants help, but he's also saying publicly to Mike Wilbon in front of millions of people, he knows you're going to see that interview within minutes because we turned that sucker around (laughs) from Malika's show and said, let's get this on right now, the top of the show. He knew that, and he gave the Lakers a pass. He goes, it's no big deal. We're going to be fine. So my question for the Lakers, what's next is, do they do something with with Russ to get him out of the off the roster, even if it's just to minorly upgrade their team and and maybe take on players that ruin their cap space, mm-hmm. or do they just ride this out, Stephen A? I, that to me is one of the biggest well, questions between now and Thursday. All right, so this wasn't the exact clip I was looking for. He he was saying that Kyrie is looking at Phoenix at the end of the year, but I want to talk about the things that he said about the Lakers, Andy. Um, 
I think that's one thing they successfully navigated is they didn't bring on anybody that is necessarily going to kill their cap space. Is it Bamba that has a player option? Uh, no, it's um, Malik Beasley has a team option. And so you can get rid of like, him if you want to. Both Ma uh, Bamba and Vanderbilt have small guarantees right. in terms of next year's salary. D'Angelo uh, Russell's a free agent. Rui Hachimura's a free agent. Yeah, they so, didn't kill their cap space right. with these moves. That being said, I sincerely hope their plan is not waiting around, like leaving themselves to the whims of Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I mean, forget whether or not you want him on your team or not. A plan that is predicated on predicting five months in advance what that guy is going to do, good luck with that. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, Michael, you and I still think Kyrie's going to impact somebody in a really favorable way. Well, yeah, it might be Dallas the way he looked the other night. Uh, last night, he was at uh, he was at crypto last night and helped lead the Mavericks win. Okay. Uh, Pepe's game of games is 15 minutes away. He has never hosted Game of Games before. He's played a lot, and he's won a lot, but you've never been the host. How are you feeling about this? How, how, how do you guys feeling about this? Well, you know me. Bring it on. It's, it's, gonna, it's not going to be easy, I mean, for especially, especially for Mike, okay? Yeah. For you guys, brilliant minds, uh, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. You're worried about yes, Michael? Mike is going to have a – but you know what? This is a game of chances. Yes. And even Mike will have a chance to win. Is it in Spanish or English? It's in English. All right, just making sure. You mean is it in Spanish might, might or English? You might win for a Jorge to win it. All right. Yes, sir. Uh, coming up next, I have a list of the most anticipated movies that are coming out over the next few months. I'm just going to ask you if you're in or out. Pepe loves movies. Uh, Andy loves movies. A lot of movie lovers around here. I still better than Top Gun. Uh, Top Gun was great. It was I don't really know good. what you're talking about. Uh, I liked it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll tell you all the good movies that are coming out, and then Game of Games after that, ESPN LA. Wow, that's a great, uh, you have this fact about Pepe Mantino. Andy and I both love Prince, so we thought it would be appropriate to play a little Prince before we left the show. Hey, by a reminder tomorrow, Andy, you'll be here with Momo. Yep. Uh, Michael and I are flying to Golden State. Uh, Mason's off again. Uh, listen all day tomorrow to win the lie of the day. You can call 877-710-ESPN. This is tomorrow. Don't call now. The first person to identify the lie of the day will win two passes to walk inside the ropes at the Riviera Country Club on Friday, February 17th. The Riv, be there as the PGA Tour returns to L.A. February 16th through the 19th. That's for the Genesis Invitational. Get your tickets at GenesisInvitational.com. Pepe, you just told me something I did not know. You did every one of Kobe Bryant's games. You're the only Bryant. I didn't. I came along in the middle of his run. Um, Michael didn't. Stu didn't. Stu didn't. Like, you are the only up. one who did every one of Kobe's games, and you say that includes all-star games, right? And the Olympics. As a color commentator, and uh, when I was working for DirecTV, I did it as a play-by-play. -play. Mm -hmm. So I was lucky enough to, to, to do that, you know? Yeah. So for Incredibly me, cool. For me, Kobe is... Just I, and besides, Kobe was a different kind yes, of person. Kobe's man. on your Mount Rushmore for of the four guys, the four faces of the NBA. I I, I I tell you a story really quick. A few days before he passed, he came to the arena, mm -hmm. and I just happened to be waiting for the elevator. I, I came off the press room, yeah. and here he was coming with uh, his daughter, Gigi. And, and he said, "Hola, amigo," mm -hmm. and he went on the elevator with me. He said, "Hey, this is my daughter." Da, da, da. 
how many players do that? Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, one yeah. of a kind for sure. Yeah. Okay, so I mentioned to you guys that uh, there are a ton of movies about coming out, and starting with this one's coming out tomorrow. I'm going to throw a few movies at you. Just tell me if you're in or out, okay? This comes out tomorrow. Magic Mike's Last Dance. Once upon a time, Channing Tatum was the Michael Jordan of male strippers. <laughs> then a business deal goes bad. He finds himself bartending at private parties to pay the rent. Lucky for him, he meets Max, played by Salma Hayek, who takes quite an interest in the former dancer. They head to London together to stage an exotic dance extravaganza. Not only is the original Magic Mike director Steven Soderbergh back behind the camera, he's also hinted the movie ends with a 30-minute musical number, Andy Magic Mike's Last Dance, in or out. Not going to lie, Salma Hayek, exotic dancer, is a selling point, but I've seen the first. First was good. I don't need any more of them. Bergman, in or out on Magic Mike's Last Dance? Yeah, it's going to be a no for me. Jorge. Oh, hell yeah. Big time. I'm so in on this one. Pepe. No. Mike. To quote Pepe, no. <laughs> I am with Jorge. Yes. Of course I am. 30-minute musical number at the you. end. Why not? Please. I did have a catch you. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm Broadway John. I'm in for sure. Yep. All right. So uh, two out of the five of us are on that one. All right. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, coming out on February 17th. Uh Bergman, this is a Marvel movie, right? Yes, it sure is. Okay. Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly return as Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne, a.k.a. Ant-Man and the Wasp, find themselves trapped in a secret universe beneath ours known as the Quantum Realm. It seems that the original Wasp, Michelle Pfeiffer, had some unfinished business and let's just say some crazy interdimensional stuff is about to go down. Michael Douglas is in it. Catherine Newton. Bill Murray has a cameo. Um, we'll also get our first look at Jonathan Major's big deal supervillain, Kang the Conqueror, Andy, Ant-Man and the Wasp, in or out? Absolutely in. Berg- Ant-Man's one of my favorite of the Marvel franchise Bergman- uh, series. I'm going to see it opening night in the, or at midnight the night before or seven. Whenever they can let me see it, I will see it. Jorge? Uh, no, hard pass. Pepe? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll see it. Michael. I'll watch it, but I'll wait till it comes on Showtime. I won't even watch it then. <laughs> to quote, That's not really in, Michael. <laughs> Michael, to quote Pepe, no. no. You don't like uh, you don't like those uh, Marvel things, huh? All right, February twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cocaine Bear. Oh jeez. Now we've talked about this. You say this is a true story. True yes. story. A huge black bear that was found dead in the woods of Georgia. After a drunk running pilot accidentally dropped several kilos of cocaine out of his plane and the animal ingested all of it. <laughs> and maybe, like us, you thought, well, what did the friendly bear do while he was high? Did he trade some of it for honey? Did he come up with some super great ideas? This movie, directed Andy by Elizabeth Banks, yep. dares to answer that burning question. What if he went on a drug-fueled rampage? Right. Uh, the cast includes Carrie Russell, Matthew Rees, Margot Martindale, as well as the last movie of the late, great Ray Liotta, Andy in or out on Cocaine okay, first Bear. First of all, you forgot O'Shea Jackson Jr. has a big role in Cocaine Bear God as well. God bless him. There is not enough in to describe how in I am on Cocaine Bear. I cannot wait for Cocaine Bear. Bergman? 
hundred percent with Andy. Absolutely, I'm seeing that. Cocaine bear? Yes. Drug fueled rampage. Yes. Jorge, are you in or out? To quote Pepe Mantilla, see. Sí. See, sí. <laughs> Pepe Cocaine Bear, uh, in or out? Uh, uh, I'll wait until this HBO. Michael, you know it sounds intriguing. Does the bear really like go nuts yes. and want to kill people? Or Do what? I have to repeat the phrase again? Drug fueled rampage. Yeah, does that mean he's hunting people and exactly. destroying yes. people? Really, he's that, destroying that happened every, in real life. He was. We don't know that the, the real cocaine bear died from overdoses. Yeah. Oh my God! Pay attention, Michael. Well, Come I on. Mean, yeah, I mean, it this is intriguing. what would have happened if he went on a drug-fueled <laughs> yeah. rampage. It sounds intriguing to see how they would, how he was uh, acting. All, all I'm going to say is anything with the phrase "drug-fueled rampage." I'm Dude, in. You had me a cocaine bear. <laughs> like that's yeah. all I need. I'm in. All right, last one, March third. So I've I've covered Thank for the next month. I've given you four movies, and this is the last one. Creed three. Oh no, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I hate plays Baltimore. Adonis Creed, son of Apollo. He also makes his directorial debut, having escaped both the shadow of his father and trainer mentor Rocky Balboa. Adonis is finally ready, and in place of personnel, professional, and spiritual contentment, then an old friend from his past shows up and wants to show his former childhood pal that he has what it takes to be a championship boxer. What starts as a reunion turns into a rivalry that can only be settled you guessed it. In the ring. In the ring. Andy, Creed three, in or out? I'm in, but I fear I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> but I'm in. Bergman, Creed three. I haven't seen two yet, so two's event- good. Eventually, I'll be in, but not yet. Jorge, I haven't seen anything past Rocky, the first one, so no. Pepe, Creed three. No. Michael, no, because if you're bo- if you like boxing like me and Pepe and Jorge like boxing. You cannot have these boxing scenes where guys are throwing haymakers from their heels, getting punched in the face, <laughs> and they don't get killed. Wait, you can't have the boxing. Not the only boxing can you have it, so you just fake. described all six of the original Rocky exactly. movies. Exactly, that's why I'm not. So you, you know, at least make it realistic. What? You watch oh, this fight. Please, watch it's that a movie. movie. I don't care. You gotta make it at least realistic, Ireland. When they when they made, uh, let's see, uh, let's say um, Raging Bull, Raging Bull. When they made things like Schindler's List, stuff like that, they make it realistic. You, this, these Creed and these Rocky movies are just too fake. If Wait, you're a are you fan. comparing Rocky to Schindler's List right now? I for think he just reality? did. And by the way, that's a first. All right, I lied. I have one more. I lied. All right, Champions comes out on March 24th. An NBA coach played by Woody Harrelson gets fired, then arrested. His community service involves coaching a team of developmentally disabled adults. And if this screw-up can get him into the Special Olympics finals, he may have a shot at redemption. Keep in mind, however, that this reunites Harrelson and Kingpin co-director Bobby Fairley, which bodes well for all of us who liked Kingpin. Uh, Andy, champions, featuring a fired NBA coach in Woody Harrelson. I uh, saw the trailer. It looks awful. I'm out. <laughs> Greg? It sounds awful, but I like Woody Harrelson, so I'm in. Jorge. No, I'm out on this one. Champions, Pepe. Anything that the Fairley Brothers do, I love. Oh, there you go. You're in on the Fairley Brothers. What? Uh, something about Mary, Michael? You ever see that yeah, one? Yeah, that was funny. All right. You in on Champions or out? I mean, it's a nice story. Good feel, good story. Helping the special ed kids yeah. or whatever. So I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll wait for uh till it comes out on HBO. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bit. All right. Coming up next, the much anticipated first ever Pepe Mantilla hosted game of games. Alejandro Trebek. 
Fasten your seat. <laughs> uh, fasten your seatbelts is right. We have no idea how this is going to go. My biggest fear is that Pepe has made the game so hard that no one will get a correct answer. But it's multiple choice, so we've got a shot, and it's next. Mason in Ireland, ESPN LA. Oh, my God. Pay attention, Michael. All right, no Mason today, but Andy Kamenetsky is here. Michael Thompson is here. Greg Bergman is here. Jorge Briones is here. I'm here. Five players and your host for the first time ever is our friend Pepe Mantia. Pepe, I want to read it. Before you ask the first question, read a tweet from Antoine Weatherspoon. This is going to be awesome. It can only go two ways. Pepe's game is either going to be one for the ages or go up in flames like it's re-entering the Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Pepe, what's the game today? Well, uh, I mentioned to you before, it's different topics. Okay, it's, okay. it's a potpourri. It's a mixed bag. Uh, yeah, potpourri. And, um, you know, it's nice to be here with brilliant minds. And we have another brilliant mind. Thank you, Pepe. Sorry, Mike. I mean, <laughs> really, sorry. I mean, this is a game of chances, though. Yeah, so you have a chance to win. I think he was talking about me, not you. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Sonano walked in, in in a show of solidarity for Pepe. Yeah. And, uh, and so, George, Los Hispanos together. Yeah, you, yeah, you, 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 you want to play? Sure. All right, let's go. Pepe, what's the first question? Who is the only Mexican-born female actress to win a supporting award, actress award? Okay. You got to give us the choices. Uh, wait. Let him talk, <laughs> would you? Bro, what's wrong so, with you? Salma Hayek, Ana de Armas, or Lupita Nyong'o. Um, okay, Jorge. Lupita Nyong'o. Greg. Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, Andy. Lupita Nyong'o. Mike. I gotta go with Jorge. Lupito. Uh, Sonano. It's actually Lupita, but yes. Uh, I'm, I'm in agreement. Lupita Nyong'o won for 12 years a slave. Yeah, there you go. Okay, See? everybody's on the board. Yeah. Okay. What's the next Jorge question? Says. Um, how many Oscars did Anthony Quinn win? Anthony Quinn. Uh, what's the choices? Okay. It's easier than how many children did he have? Two, three, <laughs> two, three or four. Um, this one to you, Greg. Uh, three. Uh, Andy. Two. Michael. Two. Sedano. Two. I'm also going with two. Jorge. I'm going with two. What's the answer, Pepe? Two. All right. All right. Who guessed uh, three? Somebody I was the only one that guessed three because okay, I had so no every, clue. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I thought I would know if we Three is had. super rare. All right, yeah, everybody's yeah. got mm -hmm. two except Bergman. He's got one. Uh, Pepe, what's next? Okay. Oh, well, Jack, uh, Jack Nicholson is a fan of the Lakers, right? Of course. Yes. Biggest one ever. Where Where was he born? In uh, Jupiter City, Neptune City, or Union City? All right, Jupiter City, Neptune City. Or Union City. Or Union City. Uh, Andy, this one's you. Jupiter City. Michael? Union. Michael's from that neck of the woods, so I'm going to go with Michael. I'll say Union. Sedano. Union. Uh, Jorge. Union. Greg. Union. What's the answer? Neptune. Oh, wow. Oh, no, no, He's from New Jersey, right? He's from New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. And that's in New Jersey, Neptune? Oh, I have no idea. I just yeah. Yeah. I knew it was from New Nobody Jersey. Got, you didn't get it, right? No. No, no we all got it wrong. Yeah, we all got it wrong. Google okay. it. Google it. Yeah. All right, Pepe, what's next? This is the hard one, okay? Okay. The, that one wasn't hard? Yeah. Who was the director of Jack Nicholson's movie, The Passenger? Michelangelo Antonioni, Federico Fellini, or Renzo Rossellini? Uh, this one is you, Michael. Rossellini. Uh, I'm next. I'm going to say, what are the other two choices besides Rossellini? Antonioni or Fellini or Rossellini? I'll say Fellini. Uh, Sedano. I'm going to go Fellini, too. Uh, Jorge. I'll go with the first one. What's that? 
Antonioni. Okay, uh, Greg. I got the Fellini one. You going Fellini? Andy. The answer is Antonioni. Antonioni? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Did He's anybody else guess that besides yeah. you? No, him and yeah. Jorge. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so they've got the Andy lead. Andy has the lead and Jorge has the lead. So here's the standings. Jorge three, Andy three, uh, Sedano, Michael and I two each, and Bergman has one. Um, Pepe, how many questions do you have left? Um, a whole bunch. Man. Oh, do you? Okay, then just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. Okay. We got plenty of time anyway. Yeah. Okay, keep this going. is... Okay, we go to baseball now. Okay, I like it. Get off that movie okay. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> baseball for 200. <laughs> Who was the first Latino player to win a baton title in the MLB? Roberto Clemente, Tony Oliva, or Bobby Avila? Uh, Sedano. Roberto Clemente, Bobby Avila. You got to get this right, Mr. Cubano. I'm going to say Clemente. I'm going to say Oliva. Uh, Jorge. Who's the second one, Pepe? Uh, Tony Oliva. That one, yeah. All right, so you're going Oliva as well. Who's uh, the Bergman. Who's the third one? Uh, Bobby Avila. Avila, not Oliva. Okay, uh, I'll Avila. go Avila. Okay, Andy. Avila. Uh, Michael. It's Oliva. He's from Cuba. You should know that. All right, Pepe, what's the answer? Bobby Avila. There you go. Oh, right. I got See? that. Wait, I got that one right. Yeah, you guys got, got that. Did, right? Bergman no, just me. Just, just Bergman. 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 You didn't get it, Andy. No, no he no. said Oliva. He said the other one. Okay. In, in 1954. So Bergman is that two now. Born in Veracruz, yeah. yeah, it's it's close. Yeah. Andy and Jorge have Still three, and everybody yeah. else has two. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Pepe. This you all should know. Okay. Okay. Who was on deck when Hank Aaron hit his 715 home run? Dusty Baker, Darrell Evans, or David Johnson? I should know this. Um, Is he white or black? <laughs> you don't get to answer that. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Dusty Baker, Jorge. I'll go with the last one, last name there, the third one. Dave Johnson. Davey Johnson. Uh, Bergman. I think it. Dusty Baker. Okay, uh, Andy. Dusty Baker. Michael. Baker. Sedano. Baker. It is Baker. Okay, so uh, Sedano got that. Michael got that. Anybody didn't get everybody that? Everybody but Jorge. Ber everybody Jorge. but Jorge. Okay. Oh, it was Jorge. Okay, Jorge. so oh. you know what? The end result of that, everybody has three. <laughs> yeah. Six <laughs> players, three each. Good game. Wait, Let Andy's wait, no, Andy four. has Andy one has more. Four. Yeah. Andy wait. has four. Okay. Hey, I'm, I'm keeping track, too. Don't worry. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, keep yeah. keeping track, because I'm trying to do two things at no, once. No yeah. complaining, remember, okay? No, yeah. 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 no, no, no. no, no. Last time I complained, Andy I lost leads, points. Andy yeah. leads by one. Andy's Everybody else has three. There we go. Here he was. Lakers and Warriors have the record for less points receiving a quarter. Only two points. The Lakers did it against Dallas. Who was the Dallas player that scored the two points? Oh, good question. Who are the choices? to you right now. Sean Bradley, Derek Harper, or Michael Finley? Uh, Ooh, wow. All right, Jorge. Go Finley. Greg. I'm going to go Sean Bradley. Andy. What a random time in Mavericks history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a time to have been yeah, alive. 90s. Uh, 90s. I'll go Finley. Uh, Michael. Harper. I'm also going to go with Harper. I'm going to go Bradley. Who is it? I, I, I mentioned it to you before one day. Harper. Derek yes. Harper. Are you just so, you two? Yeah. Okay. Dono and Michael, right? So yeah. now Mike, Michael and I are tied with Andy. The yeah. Cuban yep. and the Bohemian. Okay. Let's do three. I saw Derek Harper yesterday, by the way, because right. uh, I was doing the Clipper match. Former game. Laker. All right. Yeah. Let's yeah. do second, three yes. more, Pepe. <laughs> Pick your three best ones. Okay. okay. One of these MLB players that won the batting title and MLB did it without hitting a home run. Who is this player? Rod Carew, Julio Franco, or Tony Wynn? 
Oh, that's Ooh, good. That's tough. Uh, Michael. Carew. Andy. Carew. Uh, Sedano. Gwyn. Uh, Jorge. Franco. Greg. Carew. Oh, God, this is a chance here. I think it is Carew. It is Carew. Ah! <laughs> I took a swing. Yep. <laughs> and right. missed. Got five. Michael, Michael got, got it. Uh, Andy's got five. Michael's got five. George and I have four. Greg, you have four now, I have right? Four now, also. Yeah. Okay. Michael and, and Jorge has ahead. three. All right. Two yeah. more. All right. Two more. Uh, somebody told me that you're uh, very good at, in history. Well, let's find out. What emperor ruled from Rome the longest? Ooh. I'm out. Julius Caesar, <laughs> Augustus, or Caligula? Okay. Uh, Andy or Mike, let's go first. Andy. Repeat them one more time. Julius Caesar, Augustus, or Caligula? Augustus. Okay, Michael. Augustus. Augustus. Jorge. Augustus. Greg. Yep, Augustus. I think it is Augustus. It is Augustus. Yeah! yeah. Damn it. Wow. All right. I was hoping you'd go another way. Five, so do we six, have... We have he has one five. more. So Michael and okay. I can tie. Jorge's, Jorge's out. out. Yeah. Greg, you and I and, uh, and Michael. Sedano are all in. And Michael right. Duno. Yeah. No, Michael and Andy lead. Oh, they right. lead. Okay. Oh, okay. So we've got to go opposite we gotta, yeah. of what they do. Yeah. Pepe, so you, last you, one, and then we need a oh tiebreaker if it doesn't finish. Okay. okay? Last one. Yeah. Okay. Michael, then Andy. Say something about the Bahamas. Who's the only coach in the NBA that was born in Mexico? Oh, okay, who are the on. answers? Hold on. What are the yeah? What are the what are the what are the choices? Tyron Lue. Uh, what is the other? Let me see. Let me see. It's got so many so many papers here. You can't find them. Will Hardy or Joe Masula? Ooh. Okay. The choices are again. Tyron Lue. Okay. Uh, Will Hardy or Joe Masula? Okay. Michael, you first. I think it's Missoula. Okay, Andy. I think it's a trick question, and I'm going with Ty Lue. Okay. That means we have to go No, with... I don't have to because I know the answer. All right, well, but, but <laughs> the, only way, the only way you can win is to pick Will Hardy. I know, but it's right. fine. Right. No, I'm not. It's Ty Lue. He's right. He wins. Uh, it's, Mizzou, it's Mexico, Missouri. Yes. yes. Yeah. Is it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Andy wins it. Yes. Yes. Another trick question. It was Mexico. He said Mexico, not the, the country. Only, he said who's right. the only coach born in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. He was. Pepe, excellent He's... game. Great job, Pepe. Excellent nice job, game. Pepe. You didn't win, Michael. Nice win, Andy. <laughs> that, was that was a trick question that last it's one. Not, yeah. It's not a trick question. He said the coach no. born in Mexico. No, it was a totally honest question. Your game was excellent. Well done. Yes. Thank uh, you. And Andy, hey, congrats on your victory. <laughs> uh, all right, Pep, before we let you get out of here, what happens tonight? Uh, the Lakers. Who's the playing Lakers. tonight is the question. <laughs> that's, maybe, maybe me and you. <laughs> that's, that's a hard question, but I always I always think that the Lakers are going to win. Yeah. Uh, um, all right, Pepe, thank you for doing that. Thank, and, thank you. And, thank you. Uh, Gracias, and for hanging Pepe. out with us. Uh, Game of Games is powered by Call Jacob. Winning matters. That's why after an accident, you got to go to calljacob.com or call 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. Pepe, have a great call tonight. We'll see you at the game. Thank you. Jorge, hit the super stager. Oh, my God. Pay attention, Michael. All right. It is time for Super Crosstalk, and Scott Kaplan is here, and we start with a bit of controversy. Oh, controversy? Yes. yes. Yesterday when I was walking out of the show, I gave Cap oh, a tap. I a saw tap, that. like yeah. what, what I consider to be a love tap. Like, yeah, hey, see so. you later. I thought so. And Cap, many, many people 
are upset with me. They felt I was overly aggressive and that I offended you in some way. What say you? Could not be more wrong. Well, your face said you were surprised at the very least. No, I mean, it may have been a little hard. I don't remember what was going on. on the I, I, I was, was leaving, so I whacked him on the shoulder on my way out. I just yeah, said, but, but have I, a good show kind of thing. But but I'm a touchy-feely, bring-it-in kind of guy. Yep, me too. And so every time like we see each other, there's always like a weird little tapping kind of a thing. It was not as weird as when Sliwa tapped Trudell on the shoulder while Trudell was peeing at a urinal. Yeah, that's awkward. <laughs> no, that's way worse. Yeah. And and was, that and, urinals are no contact zone. Yeah. And, and Sliwa admitted to it and after you don't, the fact. And by the way, you never have to shake hands in a urinal. Oh, no. Like if you no. walk in, shaking hands is off the table. So yeah. if I walk in and Michael's Just in the a urinal, hey. I'll go, hey, Michael. I'll go, hey, Ireland. And, and no we'll go about our business. And no glances left or right. But John Ireland, here's the thing. <laughs> Whether it's the Circle of Trust or the Mason and Ireland Mafia, right? these people, you people, yeah. <laughs> are always trying to create a controversy out of everything. It's as if Chris Morales has like 200 people working for him, doesn't right. it? Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Wait, is Pepe still there? Yeah, yeah turn he's on still your, here. Put your headphones on, Pepe, and turn on uh, turn on his mic. Go ahead, us? Cappy. Yeah. He, he hey, can hey, hear you. Hey, hey, Pepe, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Go Hola, ahead. como esta, amigo? Muy bien, amigo. Okay. Um, how's your stomach treating you? Fine. How's yours? Well, not so great today. Oh, my what, God. Did you guys share a stomach ailment or something? How he pulled off and we went to the hotel and disappeared for 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, that's right. That story? Yeah, well, I, I think that's, that's smart management by Cap, and he knows <laughs> yeah. exactly where he's got to pull off. Pepe, do you, like me, carry in the back of your car an extra three-pack of underpants? <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet, not yet. But, but, but it black will, black it, underpants. But, but it will happen. It yeah. will happen. Pepe, right now on YouTube, I'm going to show everybody. I got a brand new three pack for you. Oh, They're right here. Beautiful. Okay, I got a I got a three pack for Sedano also because I want him to put these in the back of his car. These are the best <laughs> underpants I've ever had, and every grown man should have in the back of their car a three pack no, of I'm, black I, underpants. Actually, it's the exact opposite. Every grown man should be able to not poop on themselves in the car that you know once you start doing that 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 is the beginning of the end michael oh, isn't oh, yeah, it yeah definitely but Pepe, you, you have a hotel you pull off on the side of the road in a 405 oh, let, let me tell you whatever you say all of you okay you're gonna get to a to an age where That's you're right. gonna think yeah but cap Pepe and cap were right but cap okay. is like 30 years younger yeah, than okay you. but but it doesn't make any difference <laughs> i mean you guys i mean they don't understand cap they, no they don't a, they don't okay just, just they don't. What are but you Pepe, gonna, what are you Pepe, gonna listen do? to this. So um, there's a there's a uh, little Mediterranean restaurant on Chapman Avenue in um, in Orange County, and I was desperate. I was absolutely desperate, Pepe. I had to pull off and go to the bathroom, right? And so I walk into this little Mediterranean restaurant. And I walk in and I'm like, um, hi, you guys, can I borrow your bathroom? They're like, uh, that's not cool. You know, like you're going to walk in and just use our bathroom. So yeah. I put in an order for like chicken shawarma and then they gave me the key to go to the bathroom. Well, as it turns out, after using the bathroom, then I got the chicken shawarma. I got in my car. And I you proceeded. had to go to the bathroom again. Not exactly. <laughs> oh. Not exactly. But that's what you would think. But I proceeded north. Well, now, as it turns out, because they have a great bathroom, Pepe. Now I stop there almost all the time 
to say, A, thank you for letting me use your bathroom, and B, let me get a little of that shawarma. There you go. It was so, the beginning so, of a new lifestyle change for right, you. Right. So sometimes you find a great bathroom, but you get the extra bonus of finding some good food there, too. That's right. What's chicken shawarma? What is that? It's just a way that they cook, like, thigh chicken thighs. Mm. It's like shaved, almost. Yeah. Um, hey, Sonano, biggest surprise at the trade deadline to you was what? That Wiseman got traded. Yeah, I know. They gave up on him. Yeah. Um, I, I former, thought I former thought, overall number two pick in the yeah, draft. Yeah, I thought right? that if they were going to eventually trade him, it would be in the off season when they potentially could get more. But yeah. they basically traded him for spare parts. You know, I like know. how do you survive that? Um, well, look, I think I'm a big believer of if you do think it's truly a mistake, then get off it as quickly as you can. So, I mean, I think mm. that they gave it a shot. He look, I talked to Steve Kerr enough during these games that I've done with them over the last year and change, and he said this: he needs to play. This is a tough environment for him to get playing why, time. Why didn't they play him? Because when they did play him, Michael, it was a disaster. And they're it trying to win games. Bad. It was Michael, it was a complete disaster. Okay? He was one of the most like net negative players in the entire sport. Is that more offense or defense that defense. he struggled? He his offense was totally fine. Like his yeah. offense was he, defensively, he was you watch if you just watch him, he was lost out there defensively. Um so Michael, I, you don't know anything about basketball, by the way. Listen to my man, George. Why don't you stop being a jerk face? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Okay. I'm, I'm defending you. I'm telling you. No, you're being Michael, a patronizing Michael, a-hole is what Michael, you're Michael, you don't know anything <laughs> about basketball. No, Only by the way, how did George Maxie Cleaver do last you're night? You're being a patronizing. How the Dallas Mavericks do really good on defense, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, Cleaver. Um, how many blocks does the Cleaver have? He didn't play, didn't you jerk face. <laughs> by the way, I'm totally stealing jerk face. That's a good one. Yeah, he uses it all the time. Especially with you. Did you hear that, Pepe? He said Maxie Cleaver's as good a shot blocker as Alonzo I did not say that. I said that he's good at defending the rim because he only allows 58%, which is an elite number. It doesn't mean that he has to block them, Michael. Pepe. It means that he doesn't let people score. I, what oh do you not God. understand? Did they not teach arithmetic in the Bahamas? Pepe, have you ever seen Maxi Cleaver play defense? I'm never going to go against my Latino brother. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Out of fear that he's going to yell at you. Um, Pepe's used to it. He grew up in a Latino household, unlike you. That's right. I Maybe you should have. You'd be more in line. This is Sedano's indoor voice. <laughs> All I know is this. Michael, yeah. I'm with Sedano. You don't know jack squat about basketball, so please stop. Please. I'm, yeah. I'm learning, though, but I don't see Cleo ever play defense. But Ask you, Jason Kidd next time you talk oh, to him. Please. When was the last time you talked to Jason Kidd? Uh, Six years ago? Yeah, at least that. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> hey, Sedano, uh, all the, the five guys the Lakers are bringing in. By the way, the funniest part of that that Michael yeah. said it was at least six years ago, Jason Kidd was here like three years ago. <laughs> right. right. And, and won a ring. Yeah. Um, well, he was in the bubble. I didn't see him. Any, any The bubble was no- perfect for you. You should have gone. Any no. notable uh, impact guys between D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, Mo oh, Bamba. Listen, they're all, uh, well, Mo Bamba, the least of them. But I would say that. And Devon Reed, I think, would probably be the least yeah, of them. Yeah, well, that's play. true. I forgot. Yeah. He, he may not even be around. But the what I would say is if this roster was the Lakers roster in October, I'd say they're a playoff team. Like, they're a top six seed. But it's a lot to ask of these guys to form chemistry and say, we got to overtake to get to the six seed. Because here's the number. I did the math. They got to go at the very least. Okay, if these teams just play to their averages. So, right. for example, the Clippers right now, the sixth seed, they won 53% of their games. If they win 53% of their games the rest of the way, which is another 13 wins, yeah. that's 44. For the Lakers to get there, they have to go at least, because they have to beat them by one game, because they've yep. already lost the season series. Yep, yep. They have to go at least 20-7 and seven to be the sixth seed. That's a lot to ask. Yeah. 
Um, and tonight probably isn't going to help. But that Mike, as you say, no, and you had to do it twice in your <laughs> career, you say joining a team mid-season is not that hard, no, right? Not if you understand how to play the game and be smart. So how do you do it? Well, it's easy now, Pepe, because as you see, watching these games, none of these teams have, conf- uh, you know, um, what is it? Um, they weren't any plays. Yeah, they don't have all these kind of plays you got to worry about. It's all set a screen and shoot a three, so it's easy to adjust now. Michael, it's so funny you sure. say that, I though. I think defense is the problem. Go ahead, go ahead, Cap. But, Michael, I heard you talking about this earlier, mm-hmm. and it's something that I've always wondered about. When you're watching an NBA game and a coach has a huddle happening yeah. and he's got a whiteboard yep. and he's drawing up a play, mm-hmm. I've always thought to myself, Wait a second. They're making it up on the fly? Exactly. That would be like being in an NFL huddle and the quarterback in the dirt goes, okay, yeah. you go here yeah, they're and they're not out. making it up you, on the fly. Well, the, I, I brought this up earlier with uh, Ireland. I was comparing my era to today's coaches and the way they coach now, George. When Pat Riley would call a timeout, Pepe, Pepe was there. The, we would sit down, Pepe, and, and he would sit down immediately with us and say, okay, uh, let's run five out. Let's run a fist up. Let's run a one out. Let's run a two, two down or something like that. He didn't sit out there for 30, 40 seconds drawing up plays because we had all the plays in our heads right. what we needed to do. Now, you're right, every coach does it. You'll see my dad with a whiteboard, and they're, like, drawing up plays. Yeah, well, what ends up happening is, to your point, they take 30 seconds or 40 seconds to huddle with their coaches uh, to figure out what play they want to run. The players know the plays for the most part. No but there plays. Aren't, I don't there, see no plays. There aren't as many. Out of timeouts, there are plays, okay? There's a reason they're called there's, that people chart ATOs. But I, to your point, they're not as sophisticated, no. perhaps, as they were during your era. I will give you that 100%, yeah. no doubt. But there are enough plays where guys know, to your point, they've played basketball long enough to know uh, what is being drawn up? It's yeah. not like, you know, the Sandlot football where Gabby was alluding to, where the guy nobody knows what they're doing and they're drawing it up in the sand. Yeah. That's not it either. Hey, let me ask you guys about the one trade I don't understand today, Andy. Why would the Clippers trade Luke Kennard? Yeah, he's a really good shooter. He's under a cost-controlled contract. He makes sixteen million dollars a year, and he can shoot the. He kills the Lakers every time we play him. Why trade him? Pepe wants to answer. No, no, no. I'm saying. Oh, okay. Oh, you're yeah. raising your hands. He's waving yeah. to his Bad subjects timing. again. You know, he's practicing I, his wave. Yeah. I'm practicing well, they my got, wave. They got Gordon Highland, who both can shoot threes well. Right. Not like Kennard. Um, yeah, Kennard's like. I a, understand, but I but 44 percent. I think their, their biggest challenge with Kennard is he doesn't defend. Right. And I think that they they already have enough. Their weakness is still the same thing, even though Highland and and Gordon are guards. Um, and can handle the ball. They don't have. They need like a real floor general. They need a Chris Paul type, right? Like that kind of player to be able to kind of put them in the right places. To Michael's point earlier, yeah, they gave up on both John Wall and Reggie. John Jackson. Wall's not that either, though. John yeah. Wall is not that. John Wall is a scoring guard who happens to be a really good passer. What about one Russell Westbrook? No, he's not that. Good. Come on, <laughs> like we already on. went through that experience. Come on, um, Clippers, do it. He's going to get bought out. Who's going to bring him back? I don't know. I think the Bulls could. The Bulls, yeah, they're a lottery team. He doesn't want to go there. I know, but I'm saying they have they have interest in him. Mm, no. Um. By the way, I just confirmed with the Lakers. I just texted the PR guys. Are any of the five new Laker or players playing tonight? No, no, no. They got to no. get physicals. No, time. they're yeah. not. Um. The and and remember tonight, there it's an unusual. If you're going to the game, there's a ceremony celebrating Before. LeBron yeah. starting at six forty. And Kareem is going to talk at 6 o'clock. Yeah, Kareem's going to talk to the media at 6 o'clock, and Darwin's going to do his normal thing. Mm -hmm. So 
um, a lot of moving parts tonight. It would have been tough to do get you, any. Do you think Kareem will mention how much he missed Michael? You know, having Michael around. You know, hey, I got him ready to play every game, Pepe. I, I got him tough, ready yeah. for Bill Lambert. He whooped your butt every hey, day. Here's oh, a serious yeah. question. I didn't, I didn't bring that up. <laughs> here's a serious question. When you had to guard Kareem, when you were playing against him, okay, how yeah. do you how do you defend the skyhook? You got to get on his left shoulder, this shoulder right here, yeah, and make him turn to his right, yeah. But uh, if he ever if he ever gets you like. But, sort of like in the middle of his back, and he starts he to want to turn to his right no, to shoot this guy hook. You no, know, he turned to his left, Ireland. Think no, he turns it. to left, yeah. left yeah. shoulder. You want to get on his left right, shoulder, right hook, and make him go yeah. the other way. Yeah, okay. But if he starts, if you, if you get there too late, well, sometimes. But if you got there too late, and he started coming across the lane, it's, it's yeah. work is a relative term, like uh, whether or not it works. It'd be like Pepe and Gold trying to stop Messi on a free kick. I, I would imagine similar. <laughs> well, Elijah even had a little more shake to him, oh, yeah. obviously. Ooh, so yeah. that that he, was even probably as difficult. No, as he not was more. tougher. He was yeah. tougher. Elijah was a monster. So, right. so Michael, how come? They don't do it anymore. The skyhook? Yeah. Kareem, because well, it doesn't look sexy. Yeah. Those guys yeah. think it looks kind of I've asked you know, Kareem that, and he says they don't think it looks cool. Yeah. But Elijah Wan did have, the dream shake is a version oh. of it. Like, there's, you know, and it was after Kareem. I don't think, yeah, I think people forget hook. that. Yeah, the jump hook. Nobody yeah. had the skyhook. Kareem right. was the last one. Right. But, but it was guys close. just don't think it's a cool shot. That's why they want to shoot it. And I have another question. How come they forget about defense most of the players because you're talking about this player is not a good in defense this mm -hmm. is not yeah. a good so I, I it's funny i had this conversation when the heat played the lakers um you know we do the coaches meetings and eric spolster who's a good defensive mm -hmm. coach told me like me and jeff and, and mike and mark that day he's like it is impossible uh it's or not impossible he said it is way tougher now to defend than ever because the rules have changed obviously number one so there's less physicality so you can't really like Unless you're going to put it on the officials to be like, you know, liberal in a particular case, there's that. And you have to defend a lot further out more than you've ever had so to defend spread out now. before. So between the rule changes and the fact that it's more spread out, I mean, you got Damon, Steph, and even Clay, right, pulling up from 30-something feet. Like, it's, it's hard to cover all that ground. Now. Michael, a fan just asked me a question, and I want you to try and help me answer it. Um, more surprising failure, okay? The 2012-2013 Lakers adding Steve Nash and Dwight Howard to Kobe Bryant and Pau Gasol. Mm -hmm. So you had all those guys. Middle World Peace was a fist Oh, you don't have to finish that question. Or Brooklyn. 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 Because all these guys were in their prime. When they added uh, Steve Nash and Gary Payton to Carmel, they were old men. They were washed up. They were right. basically done. Harden and uh, Kyrie and, and KD were all in their prime. This is the biggest failure in sports history. No question about it. Like, yeah. uh, like uh, no, like... Because even, like, people will say, like, somebody I saw on TV today brought up the the Nash, Dwight, Kobe, but Nash was old already. Yeah, right. Like, that, even though that was a disappointment, don't get me wrong, right. like, obviously, that was certainly up there in Laker lore, but the Brooklyn Nets, yeah. I mean, come on. See, I'm the opposite. Huh? I thought that thing was going to fail from the beginning, because I'm like, the really? person, yeah, the personalities together, there's no leader. Yeah, but you didn't think they would only win one playoff round. I didn't, I I'm not saying I, I didn't even think that far in advance. I was just like, this is not going right, to work. Right, but think about that level of disappointment. One I, round? I'm telling you, from the beginning, I said this I need to see the receipts. You know what? If you want to go through the old late night uh, happy <laughs> which, hour. Which one has AK and which one has BK on those tweets? <laughs> I, right. I, I, always pay, I always pay attention to that. I did not trust anybody in that trio to lead. All right. Most importantly, Michael. By the way, the Suns. Team to beat now? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we we all agree that they're like I've I've been yeah. I've been the one guy who hasn't given up on the Warriors all year. I am now. Oh no, yeah. Cappy, yeah. what do you think? Suns the team when, to beat? When is KD supposed to be healthy and back? After the All Star break. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he comes back and he's healthy, yeah. I mean, you put him and Booker together, 
I mean, and just you know, the other pieces that they've got there, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I would think they're the team to be, and that's the worst part of it for the Lakers. Like, the Lakers made these moves, got themselves better, at least on paper, but everybody else in the and, West and got forget, much better. And don't forget, every time a team has a Bahamian connection, they win a championship. Oh, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, DeAndre Ayton is Clay so, Thompson. so disappointing that DeAndre Ayton. Hey, yeah, 35 I, and 31 a couple, last couple of games. I'd take that disappointment. Right. right. Michael but, last, but they they last literally night. have to, like, coax him to play hard. What happened with uh, Buddy? Buddy Hill, he's yeah. looking shoot. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, did, I, he I, win, I did he win a championship? Well, wait, but Not why yet. didn't they trade him, man? I, I mean, know. that's crazy. Yeah. Still there. Okay, Michael, last thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think you and I can find a way to work jerk face into the game? Oh, broadcast? please do <laughs> that. Tonight? Be great. Please do that. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I mean, how can In we honor do of it? Sedano and Cap, yeah. we have to try and work jerk face. Into how about when when uh, if Gian- you say- when Giannis goes end to end and he scores on the Lakers, he goes, you jerk face! You traveled! Stay tuned, folks. John, wait a second. Here's yes, an idea. Cap. If you don't want to use the phrase jerk face, you could say something like... Oh, I also use jack face. Right. But you could also use jerk. And as soon as you say, you know, he acted like a jerk, Michael could then, next word, could say, face it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there so you, you go. put jerk right. face together. We have taken... How do you say jerk face in Spanish, Pepe? I, I cannot there say. Is, I don't think there's a, a translation. translation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, that will be. You have to tune in tonight as Michael and I try and solve that riddle. Can we work jerk? Well, face listen. Tonight may be a re- game. Tonight's game may end up being you try to solve a lot of riddles up there. Hey, where's your confidence, jerk face? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> all right, Sonato and Cap coming up next. Crosstalk is provided by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Andy, thank you. Sonato and Cap next, ESPN LA.